When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, hello friends. We are we've got a very special moment in Middle Earth moments in Middle Earth this week. Um, we are talking with our brother in arms, uh, Mr. Warhammer Time himself, Jake Hodgson from London, is with us. Um, you guys have heard Jake on this podcast before. You've heard us talk about him a ton. Um, this is one of the things that stands out to me the the most that we learned recently. I think we learned this can't remember for sure but i think we learned this when we had you hop on for a episode reaction during rings of power because we were talking and asking like how long people had listened to the podcast and jake is one i think jake might be our very outside of our family oh and ourselves probably our very first like the the one upper to rule them all i i I, I, yeah i wouldn't be surprised it was actually the first download like five (laughs) six or seven i Dude, because I, I got four downloads in and I said, okay, that's, that's I, now starting that's to feel enough. weird. I just remember, like, I because I didn't know, I knew that you were early, because you contacted us so early, I think in the email, maybe even the Facebook group. And I remember just thinking like, wow, this is like the first person who's listened outside of our family that we've heard from. And then to find out that Jake was on a train, correct me if I'm wrong, on a train, looking up Lord of the Rings podcasts, he found ours, gave it a whirl. Listened to episode one and loved it and thought, ah, right, on to episode two, and there was no episode two yet. Is that was that is that right? Yeah, I because th- I thought what well, I, I hadn't realized you guys had released it like the day before I found it. So I thought that you'd like <laughs> so I was listening to episode one and I was thinking like, oh, this sounds great. Like they sound like really cool guys and like it's just sounds like a really good podcast. And I was just like, Oh damn, they had they, it obviously has just like flops and they haven't picked it up. And then I was like, Oh, they recorded this. This was yesterday. yesterday. Or, yeah. or like two days before or whatever um yeah um, <laughs> crazy man that's definitely. like that is i don't know that anyone else can make that claim i don't even think i listened to it that early i mean that's that's amazing that's amazing okay so jake this past summer summer in the northern hemisphere winter in the southern hemisphere he made the trek to new zealand so we're gonna we're gonna you're gonna stop hearing our voices very soon we are the children at the long expected party and Jake is our Bilbo, come back from an adventure, and we're just going to let him roll and tell us about his voyage to New Zealand. Yes, sir. Yeah, because uh, just just throwing this out here, the wife doesn't know this yet, but I'm secretly planning a trip. Whoa. And so I'm listening in here. I want Jake to kind of, you know, give me the goods. Guide. Like, recent traveler, yeah. let me know where to go, what we should be doing, because she's going to listen to this later, and she's yeah. going to say, really? And 
yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'll find the funding for it somewhere. So we'll go. <laughs> right, baby. Um, okay. So tell us, Jake, what, what inspired your desire to go and then like um, just take us into the early days, maybe even planning before anywhere you want to go with this. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, definitely like interrupt whenever I'm not super good at speaking for a great length. Um, I, you know, I can kind of contest that because we've been sending voice messages and they get pretty lengthy and they're always good. (laughs) They're always good, Jake. I mean, I don't, we always push people to make their own podcast, but you, sir, should absolutely have one. You're so interesting to listen to. You've got a great voice. So we'll interject if we have to, but I don't think we're going to make it worse if we do. All right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I, I mean, I wanted to go ever since I watched the films when I was, like what seven um and just kind of never i don't know i just felt like there was never a right time and or like never had enough money or had other things that i was saving for or whatever and then i think i started saving during i think i just started saving money in general during covid because i was just at home at the time um and then i got out of covid and i thought like i can't remember what actually Oh, my mom, yes. So my mom went out to visit a friend for six months who had been begging her to come out for like years and years and years and years and years. And she finally did it. And then I thought, you know what, maybe I'll go out at the same time and like we can meet up at the end for like a week or so, which is what we what we did. Um, but yeah, I just kind of thought like, well, there's never going to be a right time. Like there's always going to be stuff on. Um, so yeah, I just yeah saved up for, for quite a while. A couple of would have been two or three years. Um, and yeah, went out for five weeks. Um, yeah, it was pretty, it's pretty, pretty scary to be honest. Like I'd, I've never traveled outside. Well, I've traveled outside of Europe once, um, but never gone like on a solo holiday. Never like gone to like anywhere further than, than Europe. So uh, yeah, my girlfriend dropped me off at the uh, at the airport. I had like a thirty hour flight. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, got thirty hours. Time. Yeah, that's how long it takes to get there. Isn't like if I recall, like well, and for us, yeah, because we it's even different. We, I remember the leg from so we when we go obviously from the states, it's we do the Los Angeles to Sydney flight, and it's like seventeen hours over the ocean. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So did you Mine when was, you went? Did you did you come through America or did you go like to Africa and down? That would be even longer. That would be insane. It was uh, Dubai. I think you can go either way. Oh yeah, yeah. But I was yeah. Um, my flight was like, what was it? it? Was London to Dubai and then Dubai, which was like twelve. Uh, it was like twelve. No, I can't remember. What it was seven hours or something, and then Dubai to Sydney was like the really long one that was like 14 hours or something and then longer maybe 19 hours and then there was Sydney to Queenstown which was I can't remember how long but yeah it was like including I think there was like an hour stopover in each at each point but it was like 30 hours door to door dang and then you have the time change it's so weird because then you have the time change too so you're like traveling for a day and then you're also like ahead a day you lose there's like a full day that you lose at least it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'd never been jet lagged before. <clears throat> I actually felt fine on the way out. I just felt mm. a bit tired, but the way back like really got me. But um, mm. yeah, yeah, it was, um, yeah, they had Lord of the Rings on the plane. So I watched the Fellowship. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> That's amazing. Perfect. We just talked about that. That's we awesome. did just talk That's about good. it. Yeah, yeah, traveling with Lord of the Rings. And then you, and yeah. you also went, you, this was an extra step of courage. You went by yourself, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Do you talk yeah, about that decision? Like, if you want to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of my one of my best mates, Callum, was gonna come with me um, for like the last two weeks of the of the five weeks, but he like. I think his something came up with work and he couldn't make it last minute, which is sad. Um, he's a massive mm. Lord of the Rings fan as well. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I probably would have gone with someone else if it wasn't such a big amount of money. Like if yeah, it yeah. was just you know a few hundred quid going on holiday to Europe, like I'm sure right. like some friends would have come with me as well. But it's not just like you can just like you know i was mm. saving for like quite a long time um but yeah and i kind of just wanted to do it as well it was scary which i always think is a mm-hmm. good thing but i think when something mm-hmm. scares you that's like you know you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone you're going to learn some stuff and challenge yourself um mm-hmm. so yeah that was yeah big big decision but like mm. yeah learn learned a lot about myself as well which was good yeah. and um yeah didn't didn't so, get into any potential arguments with friends with- <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of nice right i mean like we've talked a little bit and i think that I, I i don't we haven't gotten to this level yet but i i can make an assumption there's definitely a part of you that's introverted right oh yeah 100 yeah like, I'm, and I, I think I'm yeah like halfway i'm i'm that way too i like i i can i definitely it's more i think it's more work for me to be extroverted and my natural state is like being an introvert so like i would have the same like going alone i don't know if i would have the the courage like you to do because it is it's it's a long journey a lot of stuff could could happen could potentially go wrong even you know and you're in another world and i'm sure you'll talk about this a little bit too but like for me i found new zealand even though i loved it it was incredibly isolating like it, it, yeah. it in a in a way that's really hard to explain i remember talking to jimmy o'connor who's a kiwi who uh is in contact with us he's an amazing guy and i i think I described New Zealand as the closest you can get to heaven without dying. <laughs> Cause it just yeah. kind of feels um, like another a world. It feels ethereal, but at the same time, there is like a weird kind of remoteness that they just naturally have. But so anyway, to go by yourself, that's incredible. So you, 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 you take the long journey, you watch a little Lord of the Rings on the way you're, you're doing it solo, which even, even Mr. Frodo couldn't do. And <laughs> you get there. Did you land? Did you start in Queenstown? Yeah, so I basically went south to north, which is kind of the opposite way that most people do. I think most people fly into Auckland, yep. but the idea was to do like a month of traveling by myself. And then my mum was staying in Auckland with her friends. So I was going to finish in Auckland for like a few days. And and then we we actually flew back together, um, which was really nice. Mm. Um, but yeah, so started in Queenstown. And then, yeah, I mean, did did lots of very nice stuff the way i was really blessed with the weather the whole time like because i went when it then i was in there march till april so that was there going into their winter it's kind of like end of summer for them mm-hmm. um which i think typically is quite rainy i think every, everyone that i kept mm-hmm. meeting kept saying the weather's really good i think i only had like mm-hmm. three days of rain when i was there and the rest was like wow. pretty warm which is great wow. but um yeah, started in Queenstown and then I did. I guess I'll just tell you guys about the all the, the loads of Lord of the Rings stuff I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's um, what we want. Yep. Yeah, so I did a. I think it was like on the third. It was actually the first thing that I booked, which I booked like a month before going. So it was a trip to a day trip from Queenstown to 
what was it? Glenorchy, 12 mile delta, and oh, what was the last place? Um, blah, I can't remember what it was, but anyway, it was um, Glenorchy wasn't a filming location, but just really nice. But then mm-hmm. 12 mile delta was uh, went to the location where they filmed Sam, where Sam and Freddy see the elephants. So, mm-hmm. like, we stood on the on the ridge where they like look out yeah. where all the harrods are coming through yeah yeah um which is really cool and the guy the tour guide was great like he was he was like really into Lord of the Rings and stuff and they have those like little folders with the pictures so they kind of stand with the view behind them and the yeah. picture yeah um for those was this the who... tour guide that you were telling about sorry to interrupt that that brought like props and stuff and like swords yeah. and things like that was this the same guy because i remember yeah, you, yeah. I, I remember a, a picture a specific picture of you holding Andreal uh, and like looking out into this valley. And I, I want to say it was that area, but I couldn't totally remember. Yeah. So it was on that tour. So we went from there and then we went to, um, oh God, it's really bad. I can't remember half the names of the places, but I, 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 same, same for me, man. I remember I, I was like, I'll never forget the name of this place. And then you come back and it's certain aspects or like names or, or exactly what direction you went. It all just turns to mush. Because you were yeah, living that yeah, experience, yeah. you know, you weren't like taking notes or something. It's just like, yeah, I think we went. I can't. Like, it still drives me nuts. Like Sarah is so good at remembering names and places and directions. I am yeah. like, that's my weakest. Because okay. you know, like we, we'll we'll talk about memories when we went together, and I'm like, yeah, that was uh, you know, like north of that area, or it was called this, and she goes, no, 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 it was not. And I'm like, okay, I'm, you're so much smarter than me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You get just you get swept up in the experience, I think, and it's nice yeah, to yeah. hear like that. Yeah, it was the same for you. Yeah, and I mean, it was yeah because it was such a condensed trip. Like I was mm. moving around every like two one one to three days, basically. Um, but yeah, we did a bit of the Loth- where they filmed bits of Lothlorien, and then they filmed. Um, God, it's really bugging me. Like I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, it's it on the edge of Milford Sound. Um, and it's where they filmed uh, Isengard. So they, it's mm-hmm. like the mountainous background, and mm-hmm. which is also where they filmed Balon's house in mm-hmm. the Hobbit. Yep, yep, yep. So if you're facing where they filmed Isengard, literally like behind you is the hill. Not even a hill, like the mound. Like you're standing yeah. on the mound where they filmed Balon's house, which wow. is pretty yeah. cool. I didn't realize um, places were that close, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. in Middle Earth. In Middle Earth, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Have you have you watched cool. the? Oh, sorry, have you watched the films since and then looked at Isengard and been like, oh yeah, it's the Humboldt Mountains and there's the. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember that. But it's so iconic now, like because I, I remember going there and being. I don't think I even realized that that's where Isengard was filmed. We came back home. We're watching the movies. I'm like, oh my god, it's the Glenarchy. That's the valley right there that goes yeah. back with the Dart River and everything. Yeah, yeah. Dart River. That was it. Is that it? Yep. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's um, yeah. I actually I actually watched them last weekend. I was yeah. I was telling you. I uh, my yeah, mom had mom. only seen the seen the first one, um, which is abysmal for a parent of mine. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, she like fantasy was never her thing, but she wanted to see them after being in New Zealand for a few months. And um, yeah, so we watched them last weekend, which is the first time I've watched them, which is also pretty poor form in like five months. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> being critical. It'd be critical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> being too it's hard on yourself, yeah. Being like, fuck, I was like, I was there. Like I've yeah. been on 
in that bit. It's, uh, yeah. it's quite quite surreal. It's um, wild. Okay, do you yeah. ask, care if I ask another question real quick? Because yeah, yeah, I, I really, we didn't talk, we, we didn't address this, and I, I honestly can't remember. I think I have a vague memory of what you said your plan was. But going into this, did you have like a plan of places you wanted to hit, or did you have a start and an end location and date, and that you were just going to kind of meander through? Yeah, I kind of, yeah, it was before I got there, I had a kind of no plan i knew i wanted to hit a few places so i knew i wanted to well i knew i was going into queenstown obviously but then <clears throat> i knew i wanted to go to i think i'd looked up some lord of the rings locations um before so i knew like a very vague very vague route that i wanted that i wanted to go i knew i wanted to go north north to south and then like hit a few places along the way but i kind of just wanted to I didn't want to give myself too strict a regime. I kind mm -hmm. of wanted it to be a little bit square at the moment, which I actually found was quite difficult when you get there because I didn't drive um, and their public transport is just like non-existent. Yeah, no, there is yeah. But if you miss a coach, <clears throat> you've literally got to wait like two days. So, <laughs> uh, Especially on the South Island too. Like the South Island's a nut. It's like yeah. the Wild West, man. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I was I luckily someone in like the first hostel I was in just told me like, have you booked the next couple places? And I was like, nah, I'm just gonna sort of wing it. And they're like, yeah, don't do that, or you're just gonna, you're gonna be in some like tiny little town for like a week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I kind of I kind of was planning the next hmm. like two places ahead from each one I was on, but it was it was pretty cool. square at the moment. Yeah. Um, and did a lot of hitchhiking as well, which was quite. Oh quite, man! Did quite, you really? That's so yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. God, Jake, Jesus. You, wow, you would have met some some pretty interesting Kiwis, I would I would assume, like that, and just yeah. wonderful. I mean, their hospitality is something that's renowned too, right? They're all very, I think, especially on the South Island, they're very welcoming and and warm yeah. and yeah. So that's man, hitchhiking. Too. I didn't realize that is so cool. Did you? So yeah. I guess, like, would you recommend? What would you recommend for people? Because it sounds like. You know, that, that, that's exactly how I would have done it and have done it in the past. Like just a general idea of what things I wanted to see, but kind of not really doing the hard planning until like you're in the moment. What, how would you recommend someone? I mean, I guess it depends on the person, but like, were you happy with how you how it ended up going? Yeah, I was very happy because I mean, yeah, like you said, it depends on the person. Like some people like to very hard plan what they're doing, yeah. but the way I was looking at it was, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to book like somewhere to stay in X for three nights and then get there and think mm, this is a bit boring. I kind of yeah. want to stay one night and then you've committed or maybe you book somewhere for like two nights and you get there and you're like, this is great. I want to be here for a, yeah. a week or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. you never know what, what different towns and cities are going to kind of grab on your attention. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that worked really well for me. I think definitely, yeah, for people listening, if you're planning a trip, if you don't drive, book like the next couple places in advance. advance. Like okay. your coach. I mean, there aren't any trains really on the South Island. There's like uh -huh. one that goes across. But yeah. yeah, book your coaches, book your hostels like in advance. But if you're driving, you can kind of just do whatever you want. That's, yeah, that's what we, Sarah and I, when we went down, uh, to the South Island, we drove and we found that very, I mean, that was very convenient because if you wanted to just move on, you could, if not, 
Yeah. But I, I, I think I like if you can't drive, I like what you did because you're also kind of like gauging energy level. You're gaining interest in the area. You're not planning the whole trip in advance, but you're also not, mm -hmm. you know, reacting in the moment. You're getting a couple stops in advance. You can kind of figure out, OK, how much longer do I want to stay in this general area? You know, that, I think that's a really good way to do it if you if you don't have like if you didn't go with uh, booking a car. Okay, so you you're moving north. What was your next big stop? Your your greatest memory as you continued up the uh, up the South Island. So I went to sort of over in <clears throat> Wanaka, which is really nice, and then I mm. did the West Coast. So that was like Franz Joseph and Hockaticka yeah. and Greymouth. Franz Joseph was insane, uh, and I'm I'm sure you know. But before going to New Zealand obviously everything in lord of the rings that's filmed is like not sim not not doesn't all look the same but it's all fairly similar looking mm -hmm. it's all you know mountainous like vast landscapes and stuff so i kind of thought the whole of new zealand would be like that but like west coast like queenstown is kind of mountainy like mm -hmm. lord of the rings in queenstown the there's that mountain range the remarkables which is like in the background of when they're all traveling from Edoras to Helm's Deep. Mm -hmm. So it's that kind of terrain. And then you drive like three or four hours onto the West Coast and it's literally like a rainforest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which yeah. I wasn't expecting at all. And it's, yeah, that kind of caught me off guard. That was cool. And I did this, um, this helicopter ride where you get flown up onto the, like in through the glaciers, like Fox Glacier and Franz Joseph Glacier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Remember those? Yep. Off at the top, and you can like have a little walk around for ten minutes. But that was where they filmed part of the Beacons of Lit thing. That wasn't like really great. Well, that just I just he told me that because I just happened to ask. I just booked it because I thought it'd be cool. And I, when we were up there, I was like, "Oh, was any any of Lord of the Rings filmed around here?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, like this is where they did the Beacons of Lit." And I was just like, "Why don't you tell what? me?" Like, <laughs> 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 did you find it kind of jarring too like just like there i mean it makes sense when you stop and think about it, it makes sense just with how like the whole short poppy mentality and everything did you were you ever blown away though at how how like almost holy these movies are for for people like us and how for them it's just like i mean yeah they were shot here like my cousin was in it you know it's like it's just such a commonplace thing that they don't even they don't it's not the same kind of level of enthusiasm that we that we have. Like, yeah, Viggo Mortensen stayed in my shed. It's, it's you know, who cares? Like, yeah, <laughs> of course. Wow. And I think that that's part of. I think it definitely comes through in the films because I think those those actors and actresses were able to escape and not be recognized and not, you know, what I'm saying like in the same way that the this tour guide yeah. forgot to even mention. Oh yeah, this is kind of where the beacons were. Part of where the beacons were lit. Kind of a big deal. One of the yeah. coolest non character scenes. Oh. In all of the movies, like just the way we watched it the other night. Yeah, yeah, we, we did. watched it the other yeah. night just randomly. I was like, "Have you ever noticed something about Aragorn?" Of course, but mm -hmm. like it's such a powerful visual that we have that it's just like, yeah, you know. And but they definitely have a source of pride about it too, as a country. Like they, they definitely aren't. They don't lack that. But it's just such a, and like you said, almost every corner is is touched by by something. And then also, like you said, sorry, I'm going to shut up, but you're just you get uh -huh. I'm getting all excited now, you know. But you said that that was what you mentioned about the diversity of landscape and geography. Ge yeah. Yeah. Ge yeah. Right. Um, Elijah Wood, I remember in the appendices as a 13 year old kid watching behind the scenes stuff. And he's like, it's got every kind of geographical thing. 
yeah, within you know like dude like like what you described right you go from mountains to to coastlines to to jungles in the united states you'd have to drive days mm-hmm. to get what you get in hours in yeah. in new zealand it's just it's wow. literally it's it, it you can see why people love filming there because you can just your your cost of travel would be so so small for your return on like different right, environments yeah. 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 yeah for sure and i mean did you like didn't get like yeah. any of that <laughs> yeah right yeah did you like did you like the west coast was it like a fun drive because I, I that was a very uh memorable yeah yeah for sure west coast was amazing yeah i think all the i stopped in a few towns on the west coast it's like there's not i mean it's it's the kind of thing about new zealand that i realized like unless you're in a main city like there's kind of nothing really nothing. to do yeah it's just you know all every town is like a few roads and there's like a couple of pubs a cafe a barber a jewelers and like a bookshop or whatever there's really not not that much to do but it's i think you know the, the scenery obviously and if you're into like outdoor sports and biking and hiking and stuff like you're set but um yeah stopping off in yeah the west coast was just like loads of really nice quiet little towns which was really nice i brought brought the fellowship of the ring with me to read as well yeah that's um, right i forgot how you yeah you did that yeah. yeah i was just kind of i was just like sitting in nice places and reading and going on walks <laughs> and stuff like that um yeah was it ever surreal to read you know to read the book in the place where the movies were made was that ever something where you're like man i can't believe i'm actually because believe it or not i don't think i ever read the story when i was there like i don't know why i overlooked that but i never read read the story um like when i was in new zealand but there, was that something that you found just kind of like out of body or was it what did it just feel right i guess yeah it was quite weird to be honest because I, I think the thing that i picked up the most on was how similar tolkien's descriptions of the landscapes that he created was to new zealand mm-hmm. like especially since the vast majority of them aren't things you get in england like i know he took yeah. a lot of the mountainous stuff from like was it like sweden or somewhere that he'd been as like a child mm. or, or a teenager or something like that but yeah. you know loads of descriptions of like you know mountains cats you know glinting in the sun like white fire and you know all that stuff it's like you, you know you're not getting that in like south england at all right um yeah. and then you know you're in new zealand you're and you're reading descriptions of the landscape and you're like that is literally what mm-hmm. this is so yeah yeah it was quite that was quite cool but um yeah yeah it was quite that was quite a surreal experience <laughs> enhanced enhanced reading to be sure like that's something yeah, that would yeah, be yeah. yeah um immersive immersive um okay so i want to ask about this you crossed did you, did you cross over back over the mountains and head east and then where did you go i guess after the west coast where was your did you get any a new zealand jade did you pick any up off the beach i didn't pick up any off the beach i got my girlfriend a um what's it called panamu necklace yeah yeah um, nice man from, uh yeah from the west coast uh but yeah didn't find any on the beach annoyingly <laughs> but i think awful. a lot of a lot of those areas are like you can't go into now because yep. they're native um, they're sacred that was yeah we talked to a the guy we got our panamu from his name was garth wilson incredible guy uh he even like man it was amazing so he he took the piece he, we went it was a, such an experience like i did not anticipate it being such an experience it was what i wanted but i did not anticipate it he, we, we picked out um like uh, pendants that we wanted 
Then he held them and, and touched them and he put his like mana in them, right? Like his spirit, yeah. his essence. I was like, geez. And he was like, um, I want to do a, a carving for you in them. I was like, okay, that's great. Fine. So he went and he did two hooks that were intertwined on both of our pieces. And, yeah. and it was supposed to be me and Sarah. And he mm-hmm. was like, you know, when you come, when you have kids come back someday and I'll add their hooks. Wow. And I was like, geez. Cool. And then I asked him, I'm like, you know, I would love to get, I said, I know that it's, You're I know that it's like, diamonds. right. Yeah, I know I had a couple of, this <laughs> <laughs> is so true. Oh, shoot, dude. Oh, my God. Yes, we would. We'd have to get a whole new, like, uh, necklace full of them. But um, I, uh, I said I would, like, I would love to get, like, a piece of raw panamu. I said I don't want to be disrespectful. I don't want to take it from a place where I know that the Maori, like, have claim to it. It's a, it's a very sacred. Like, it was every, they made it, it. It was everything. It's got the tensile strength of steel. It was their weaponry. They did all kinds oh, of really? stuff. Oh, really? Didn't know that. Yes. It's, it's uh, I think they said that it... I mean, it definitely bends before it breaks. It's an incredible, um, yeah, it's an incredible min- uh, mineral. Um, but I asked him, I'm like, is there any way I, anywhere I could go where it would be acceptable or okay? And he said, as long as you're on the beaches, it's fine. He said, you go into into land and into the mountains, and that's off limits. You you can't you can't take it. And he said, I said, but but like, if would I get stopped by customs, like anything, would they get upset? He said, no. He said, as long as you you go to the beach, you're sure you're on the beach, and you take it from there, you're fine. So. Actually, like that next morning before we went off, I'm like, he to- he even told me what beaches to go to. He's like, there are rivers from I the see. mountains that de- that deposit here, and you'll be able to find some no problem. He's gonna said it's gonna look a little dark and it won't look bright green like you're seeing, but um, yeah, exactly, because it's got yeah. that crust on the outside, the oxidation or yeah. whatever. He was like, but you could go there and and pick some up, no problem. So I I got because I know my my dad would love a piece, and so I got mm. there's actually little pieces of it's right right by the TV there actually. There's little pieces of yeah, Panamu just set up all over. But I could not believe how, like how kind and generous that was. Anyway, just par for the course with with kiwis. Okay, so yeah. you 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 leave the west coast. You head head yeah, east so over mountains again. Yeah, went up to Greymouth and then got this. Uh, I can't remember what's called Transalpine train. I think goes across the um, mountain range down the South Island. Oh gosh, um, through there, and they've got like a carriage at the back that's got like open sides, so you can just stand. Oh and my gosh, the scenery! I went to Christchurch, which was I don't know. Christchurch was cool. It's kind of weird because obviously there was that earthquake there in 2012, I think, so or 2013. Um, so it's basically just all being rebuilt. So there's not... still even isn't that isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, it was it was in 2011 because I was in the country when it happened. I was oh, in really? the North Island, but yeah, yeah. So I remember it very like I was in um, I was in Auckland. I remember when it happened. It was all over the news, and we actually flew down. We visited the South Island. The um, remember Lindsay Oldham? Yeah, she was there with me, and we went down to the yeah. South Island and took a trip. And it, we were there right after, and and we were kind of nervous about going because we didn't want to seem like rude essentially because it was pretty devastating we mm. talked to a guy who lived there the the guy that we stayed with for a night and he said the streets just started ro- like the pavement started rolling like water because there was like man. liquefaction and i remember we went back sarah and i went in 2015 2015 for our anniversary i'm like oh Christchurch will be probably all put back together and it was still i mean it just like it was so devastating that, and it was such a financial hit that like so they're even now still working on stuff you're telling me yeah i mean i'd say 
still probably well, I don't know from what I saw like <clears throat> maybe a third of the city is still wow. being rebuilt and obviously you know it's really sad because from what I saw like a lot of the old buildings they like had a lot of character but like you know just in my opinion like all the everything modern like it doesn't it doesn't yeah. have much character to it so it's it's quite a, it's quite a weird city it's cool yeah and it yeah you know but it's yeah it's definitely a weird place and probably yeah. probably my least favorite out of the cities there just aesthetically yeah. um like yeah. yeah i agree yeah but yeah from there yeah so from there i did um two day trips i kind of just used that as a base and just like mm-hmm. went and did a few mm-hmm. trips from there so i did a trip around mount cook which was like insane because mm. we just the 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 weather that happened when we were there was nuts like it was raining when we were driving down and mm. i was thinking like, oh, damn it's gonna be like really crap weather for it but then it kind of like dissipated when we got there but like all the drizzle kind of like all the mountains were like capped with snow just on the tops and there were these kind of like thin kind of drizzly mm. clouds like halfway up and then the sun was hitting the top the snow on the tops of the mountains and then it was like dissipating through the rain and it literally looked like oh were, it looked like they were like glowing and i just remember i was just saying like like this was, <laughs> was, that was like one of the most insane things that i think i've ever seen like it just it, the you know when you're in certain weathers and you're like this looks like a dream like something about the mm. the clouds and like yeah. the temperature mm. and stuff just looks completely surreal um mm. yeah that was really cool and then um and then went to edoras the day after mm. which was what? Like, yeah was aggressively surreal <laughs> what what did you yeah because that's always been my that's like it's it, it surprised me when like I look back on on the places I got to visit and um and uh you know like obviously Matamata Hobbiton is is up there but honestly like there's something about Mount Sunday that mm. it's almost not even close. like it's almost not even close I don't know even how to explain like if I had to pick one I it's not even as can tell you if I had to pick one to visit again in my life it's Mount Sunday hands down like I would I mean there's like the biggest spider that's just cool she it's an Ongolian dude get it (laughs) oh my god this is an unexpected spider attack what the heck We can tell. Can can you show us your kill? My, my wife would be losing her mind right now. She would be, she would be like, like, oh god. Right. It's it's under a glass under my desk. I'll deal with that. Hey, See, you didn't you like, didn't kill it, did you? You're he's such a good guy. No, I'm a vegan. <laughs> yeah, See, yeah, such a good man. Such a good man. Um. Okay, so you just Sorry, dodged a spider saying, attack oh, there on Sunday. Yeah, I just said I was prattling, but like it's literally I would pick that over the Hobbiton tour any day if I had uh-huh. to. So yeah. Hey all right, guys, I'm a I'm a big dummy when it comes to this stuff. I'm trying to find stuff <laughs> on the map. So because I'm I'm not even kidding about ma- maybe mapping out a trip and like not telling Lottie and just saying we're going. Dang. Would it be crazy if I oh did that? Oh my gosh. I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 yeah. I'll send you properly You're after right. like the app like all the the full route. route with all the names and stuff. That's what I'm okay. Good, 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 good. Yeah, because I'm just trying to keep up on a map and like I know Lane's got like his path and then mm-hmm. is it so Jake's is opposite of what you did. Yes. Yeah. You, you started at the north. 
right? And then you went down. We start we and we yeah we we were in Auckland, but then we went to the South Island. We we did the exact opposite of Jake. We literally went into Christchurch, then we went west over the mountains. Uh, is it Arthur's Pass or Host Pass? Yes, Arthur's Pass. Arthur's Pass, yeah, and yeah. then we went down the west coast, and then we crossed over the other pass into mm-hmm. um. We it, it's so funny. Like Wanaka, we were in Hawaii, which is just the other lake over. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around—a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers. Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we oh, stayed sure, in, yeah. yeah, we stayed in Hawaii and then we went to Queenstown. And I, I liked Queenstown, but I wanted to kind of see, I wanted the top and the bottom of the lake. So we went to Glenarchy and then we went down to Kingston, which was mm-hmm. remote and beautiful. And then, yeah, we went back up to Christchurch again and then went out to Mount Sunday. And yeah, so it's literally just the opposite path of, yeah, that you took. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> what did you think of Mount Sunday? Like, can you... Can you tell us? I mean, because it, it is just, it's hard to explain, but what was it about that area that like hit so deep? Um, it's kind of difficult to put into words, to be honest. I mean, it's, I think it's the most, um, one of the most recognizable, like natural locations in Lord of the Rings, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, though, just as everyone who's watched the appendices, well, I don't know if it's in the appendices or not, the tour guides told us as well but you know they were looking for like months for the other mm-hmm. location and they just happened to see it at the lot on like yeah. the last day of flying around and it was like mm-hmm. obviously exactly what he'd written <laughs> pretty much yeah. Um, yeah but yeah it's just god i really don't i really don't know what it was about it. it's very difficult to put into words i think as well because it's such a such a like pinnacle of the films and such a mm-hmm. incredible like scene when they when they go into rohan mm-hmm. 
just to be in that was just yeah just pretty pretty amazing mm. the weather was really good mm-hmm. and um yeah we like hiked up to the top and then actually as well they the mount uh the helms deep filming location is in the mountain range mm-hmm. that you can see when you're on top of yeah isn't that crazy that, again yeah. as as didn't know they were that close to middle earth right no, i didn't know they were <laughs> I, thought, I thought they were a little further apart <laughs> <laughs> okay so i think you nailed it on the head there too that and as you're saying that I'm, I'm remembering and maybe i've never been able to put into words it was it felt incredibly remote but like the fact that to me i got i got i was like i was tickled by the fact that you could just walk up it like you look at it from the ground yeah. and you're like oh my gosh how that's that's a big hill that's a in ohio we would call that a mountain right i mean there's no other word for it yeah and it's surrounded by proper mountains compared right and I remember thinking like, oh, no, there's just a there's a slope that just goes right up the back and you can get to the very top. And it's it's a it's a steep like climb, but it's not yeah. impossible at all. Like it's very doable and mm. it's quite like really quite enjoyable. And then you get the view up top and the view down below and all the rivers you cross through the little braided streams you cross through yeah. to get there. Like it was I don't I, I, I agree with you. I don't know exactly how to explain why it was so breathtaking. But it, it's probably got something to do with the weight of of the of the movies, like the weight of the story that was told there. It was such an important place. It had almost mm. all of our favorite characters visit it, right? Yeah. Or like you know, be you know, be have moments there. It was a place. But then you know, in real life, it was just I don't know. It, your day, I think I remember pictures. Was it a crystal clear blue sky? Yeah, like sunny day. The, I mean, the day before was when we had awful weather and it was just like absolutely tipping it down and i was thinking like oh no it's gonna be really bad for red or us actually i think one of the things that made it so such an incredible um location is it's like where it is is like the only kind of area that's like that like Mm. in the drive up to it it's pretty it's pretty like flat kind of on mm-hmm. low like low level undulating hills like not mm-hmm. very big at all and i remember driving through that and thinking like and the uh, the talk i was saying you know like oh we're going to be there in a minute and i'm like are we going to be there like it doesn't this doesn't yeah. look like where it is yeah and then it's just in this bowl it's just mm-hmm. this massive bowl with the mm-hmm. like snowy mountains behind and then just the yeah. the hill in like bang in the middle it's just yeah. it's just yeah it's just really weird because i thought it would maybe be there would be quite a lot of other hills similar to mm-hmm. it but not quite what they wanted but it's literally just the only one in this massive bowl with the mountains behind it's quite it's just very a very lucky piece of nature i, I kind of forgot that until you brought it up because you're right just to the east is the canterbury plains it's literally called the canterbury mm-hmm. plains because it's mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of really flat i believe there's a bunch of if i remember correctly a lot of before you hit the mountains like farmland pastures yes yeah, farmland. yeah. It's big agriculture it almost kind of feels more like around like matamata and parts of the north you're like this yeah. doesn't feel like the south island so yeah, yeah it is yeah. it is incredibly and maybe that's why i wonder i wonder if that's how it maybe got overlooked is because they probably thought ah there's not gonna be nothing in that region we're yeah. gonna have to go yeah for the yeah so you you went to Mount Sunday. It's life changing, right? You what? How did you get from? Did you fly then to the North Island after this, or, or what, what was that? Were you done with the South Island at that point? No. So I went. I went from Christchurch. I actually flew from Christchurch to. Um, oh yeah, Nels. you went to Nelson, right? The north Nelson, of the South yeah. Island. Yeah. What um, was that like? I, I've never been to that area. What was that like? Nelson was Nelson was really good. I really like Nelson. It was just like really yeah. cool 
really cool city. I think it's a city, yeah. Um, super cool. Loads of like felt a lot more um, hip is the only word I can use to describe, but that <laughs> makes me sound like a bit of a boomer. But it was just, it was just like it was just a very cool city. Um, there were lots of like nice little bars and stuff, and there was like an old converted church that was mm. a bar just like kind of cool stuff like that and uh, visited um uh Jens Hansen the ringmaker oh, shop yeah the ringmaker shop oh my gosh yeah and saw like all the i mean i don't think they had the one that they made for the film but they obviously make all the replicas um so yeah they had like you know an enormous one and then like yeah. different sizes and stuff so that was that was cool and I had the little really? plaque outside for him um yeah that was cool and then i also did a a day trip from there up to uh and did a kayak down the pelorus river which is where they filmed the barrels out of bond um scene in the hobbit wow <laughs> that was really cool got absolutely bitten wow. to like shreds by uh sand flies and stuff like oh, oh my goodness wow everywhere but that was really cool wow man okay so again that like the cool thing about new zealand too is like even if you like you said i guess maybe the kind of the stressful thing could be thinking um what can i fit in how can i maximize my time but then also not feel like i'm just not experiencing it you know what i mean that's kind of the that was always my fear is i don't want to feel rushed like you said but I, I yeah. want to make sure I hit everything that I possibly can. Cause like you said, it's, it's a, in a lot of cases, it's a once in a lifetime trip. You know I mean? Yeah. Cause it's so far away. And it, like you said, it's not a cheap, it's not a cheap trip. And then once you get, I always forgot too. like, once you get there, you got to eat, you got to drive, yeah. you got to stay places like it's, and it ain't cheap down there either because they're so oh, isolated. Yeah. Um, okay. So after Nelson, did you, is that when you headed North or like, how, did you yeah. take a ferry across? Yeah, I went to Pitts and got the ferry up to Wellington, and then oh, that's awesome. Did you go to the? I think I think I remember you saying yes. No, I remember pictures from the from the the Weta Cave. You went to the Weta Cave, right? Yeah, yeah. So did yeah did Weta Workshop, which was like that was just insane. I think I'd actually seen some of the props before because I think there was a exhibition that came sure. to London like In London. ages yeah. ages ago. I must have been like ten or something, but. Yeah, that was that was really cool. There weren't as many props and stuff as I thought there would be. It's quite a short tour. There's like three rooms. Um, huh. But yeah, it was like Sauron's full armor and like got to hold Boromir's sword and like um, actually managed to see one of the swordsmiths because there's like a window in the room that you go into. Oh my um, but I guess is used sometimes. It's into the blacksmithing room. We got to see like some of the swordsmiths like uh, quenching the quenching a blade which is pretty cool um but yeah the oh man the detail on that's what on all I, of that is i remember those messages you sent me in the pictures and like the fact that you got to hold boromir's sword i think mike charles our buddy mike charles somewhere is oh. he's sweating like you just put him into heavy sweats because yeah. he's his ultimate favorite character yeah. and he even has like the replica but like it's the actual sword what he would he would lose his mind um but i remember you sending so i think vividly i remember that picture of um uh the oh god i can't remember if it was Elendil or a sealed door slash aragorn's breastplate was, with all yeah Elendil's. there you go 
the the yeah. the the level of detail and you're right like even just your picture was there were details and qualities that i had never seen in any other photograph like just because I you mean, were like there tiny in person little, tiny little like sigils yeah. on like the edge of yep. like the breastplate or like just things that you just like wouldn't Don't not see. gonna see right in the like minute where it's shot in an action sequence yep. not even it's just yeah it's unbelievable and I, th I think something that I had caught too in the picture you sent me was the white tree in the midst of all these other motifs and themes that I had never even caught before. I was like, oh my gosh, there's yeah. the white, the, the like the second age white tree right there. So, so incredible. So that would have been an amazing yeah. experience. Okay. So you, you were in Wellington. What was, I've never been to Wellington. What was it like as a city? Was it enjoyable? You never been there. Uh -uh, yeah. No, Wellington was really cool. Wellington was really, I think Wellington was my favorite city. It felt, um, it felt quite like, well, it didn't feel like, it felt the closest to London, which I quite liked, obviously being a London boy. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was it was really cool. There were like loads of really cool restaurants, and it was really like buzzy and like had the only Warhammer store in, on the South Island, <laughs> which was good. Um, yeah, and also in Wellington, which was actually my favorite location, weirdly, which I didn't mm -hmm. expect at all was the get off the roads. Yeah, man. Oh my gosh. And the picture of you in the tree where Frodo sat and smoked his pipe. Yeah, I had to balance my uh, balance my phone on a rock with the self-timer to take that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that one was like really cool because that's that's mm. in a park in the middle of Wellington. Like you yeah. can see, if you're like facing the road, if you turn to the left, you can like, because it's on a hill, hillside, you can see the city through the trees. That which crazy. is that's wild pretty wild yeah but um and so, yeah so that i had forgotten too you, that you learned was that that root structure where they hide is it was all made right that wasn't that yeah, wasn't yeah, those yeah. actual roots yeah yeah because i walked past it like three or four times i was like where's this fucking like where's the bit where they hide like where's the trip I'm like, <laughs> the walking back and forth for literally like 15 20 minutes and like looking on google like where is it like going on maps and then found the crevice but yeah the trees <laughs> fake they made the truth. Yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah. wow. Yeah, I think that one was my favorite because I think all of all of the other locations, obviously apart from Hobbiton, but um, they're all so vast and enormous mm -hmm. that <laughs> they're obviously incredible, but they're quite surreal. But that one is like literally like in front of you, like yeah. it's the trees there. I don't know. It's yeah. like yeah. in the shot. Shots just like a very close thing. That yeah. one really like oh my god i'm in lord of the rings like you know i think that that makes a lot of sense to me because i'm thinking about that moment that's a heavy moment and it's funny that you said it's all right there in front of you oh, and that spiders loose Hold the, on. Spider, the spider's getting I, I'm not with my foot and just panic <laughs> oh my god it's crawling up jake's face oh dude but like Sorry, that moment yeah, is panic. very is yeah it's like it's and it's very close and uh, I mean, there's a lot of tight shots in that moment too. So it's yeah. funny that that you're saying that scene was right in front of you, and also very yeah in your face in the in the in the movie itself. So, okay, Wellington was awesome. Where did you go? Take us through the rest of your of, of your voyage on the North Island. Uh, yeah, so I went from Wellington, and then I went up to um, I can't remember the town name again, but where you stay to do the Tongariro crossing. So Mount. Yeah. Zoom. Yep. Um, yeah, that was wild. That was like a whole day, a whole day trek. Um, and yeah, tracks 
up. I mean, I don't know if you can actually go onto Mount Doom itself, but like go around it. And mm -hmm. that was like insane. The terrain there's mm -hmm. just nuts. Like got halfway up on this, all these clouds rolled in. It was literally like Mordor. Like couldn't really see kind of more than <laughs> like, you know, big barren volcanic landscape and couldn't it see is. more than like but in front of you that was pretty cool i remember um, talking after after you did that hike because i i've gotten to do it as well and it was i think it's still ranked as like one of the top 10 best day hikes in the world that you can take the crossing itself really, I mean, yeah <laughs> i mean it's you see and then you go by like those those giant gaping red craters which even when you take pictures yeah. of it doesn't capture like how enormous they are and like if you just tripped and fell you're like you're ending up like Gollum. you're in Gollum sauce yeah and then like the yeah. those mi those mineral lakes that are that are like yeah green, like emerald and like phases yeah. Yeah, yeah and and then you go through that valley that feels like the moon or mars and then by the end you're yeah. like you said you're in jungle you're in like tropical jungle that felt mm. like that felt, felt like places outside of auckland where i had hiked it was just it has almost everything on one and so I remember hearing, like, you sent me a bunch of pictures and said you just you just did the crossing. I was like, oh, it just jogged so many memories of that of that hike. Like, it's just an incredible experience. Yeah. Like, it's almost it's like a great microcosm of being in New Zealand. Like, it's if you had to condense mm. it to a one walk, that's what being in New Zealand is like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because you, yeah, you go through like six different terrains. <laughs> yeah, in, yeah, it's like, crazy. Eight hours. Very, very cool. Okay. You uh, did the yeah. crossing. Yeah. What 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 was on your list next, man? I mean, you're hitting you're hitting everything. Jake, you got it all, man. Yeah. Yeah. Did the crossing. Then I went to Wide Wide Tomo, which is just like a bit further um west, mm -hmm. like northwest. And they uh, did like the these like glowworm caves. So you like go mm -hmm. down and go on this little boat and there are all these like glowworms on the ceilings, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is pretty cool. Um mm -hmm. And then went to Matamata and did Hobbiton. Mm. What did you think about the glowworms? Are awesome. They look like stars under the cave. It's incredible. Um, yeah. What What did you think of? I, I think when I describe Hobbiton, is it like all the hype in the world, and it still surpassed it? What was it? What was it like for you? It It was, yeah, extremely surreal. Like oh. I, so I was in I was in a group of I don't know, maybe like twenty or. 25 people because they 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 put you through quite quickly um or not quickly but like you don't really have too much time to stop and no they yeah they keep it moving in yeah. yeah yeah um but um yeah i like put my put my head one of my headphones in and like waited for because the bit that you walk through is the is the bit where you like you know the scene where fred and Gandalf like come through and you see all yep. of it and i like waited yep. for everyone to or i went through and then i waited for everyone to kind of move on and then i like ran back put my headphone in put on like concerning hobbits and then like oh, my <laughs> gosh. me like proud there <laughs> um but yeah i mean it was cool so i actually i actually did it twice <laughs> um because wow. they i kind of i got taken through on the first time and there was just like so much to take in and I was like taking so many pictures and videos and like listening to the tour guide and and like it it was just I kind of got driven back to the because you get to you there's like a little site and then you go on a tour bus and it takes you there and then you get on and it takes you back to this place with like a gift shop and stuff. And I like got back and I was just like it just went so quickly and I was like, I don't really know mm. if I properly 
took that in. Like I feel like I looked at half of it through my phone. Um, Yeah, yeah. Then I kind of sat there for like twenty minutes, and I was like, "Oh, do I do it again now?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I have the money to do that." And I've literally just, (laughs) I'm like, just done it. That's insane. I can't do it again. And then I kind of just sat there for a bit, and I was like, "You know what? I'll just scrimp on some meals. I'll like cook pasta in in you know the next few hostels for like a few nights. I won't get X, Y, Z." and i'll do it again which is what i did and scrimped a bit after but um it was so worth it i like put my phone away just like didn't take any pictures yeah. and like really just took it in i i think um, that's maybe the smartest thing i've ever heard in in terms of like a strategy so the first time if you can if you can do it twice you might as well like do it once because it's not like it's not like it's hard to once you're there you're gonna be able to fit on a tour somewhere it's not like it's never so yeah. booked. I mean, it's, it's busy all the time, but it's, they're never going to be like, oh, we're full today. You can't because the way they yeah. like you're right, the way they move people in and out. It's almost like it's a, it's a sheep farm and they kind of move you like sheep. Like, I, I honestly yeah. think they might just use some of the shepherds and be like, hey, you're a, you're a tour guide now. Get them through <laughs> yeah. like the flock, maybe. It's, I haven't even thought of that until you brought that up. But they, they move you through quickly. So it's not a, a, a question of like get unless you go at the end of the day. But then even they have night tours. They have night tours that you could take. Um so to go through once and then to, to to do it like a tourist and then to go back again and be able to, you know, in the words of John Mayer, no more three by fives, like to see the camera with both your eyes or see the world with both your eyes. Yeah. Um, I think that's brilliant, dude. I mean, I, th- I would recommend that to anyone who's going to New Zealand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. to to if you can do it that way to do it like I but like, I you know, I did it twice. It was separated by you know, like five or six years, but I, I did the same thing. And I think mm-hmm. it, you really do have to do it more than once, like you said, to soak it up and to, you know, I think appreciate with the age it of like, yeah. And with the age of uh, age of like, you know, phones and stuff, like you're not going to not yeah. take any pictures. That's just right. obviously not going to happen. And right. there are so many photos, you know, anyway, for, for, for me anyways, I'm, I've really enjoyed taking pictures like you know of some of some of the people just taking a picture outside bilbo's house and like yeah. one or yeah. three but like i wanted to get you know nice shots of all the hobbit holes and all the little bits of detail yeah. and like the yeah. wood carvings and stuff and everything so yeah i'd i'd highly recommend budgeting for two if you like if you're like that as well yeah. and then just yeah. doing yeah. one without your phone like it's uh, yeah best best decision i made for sure because yeah yeah it just goes a lot slower as well. You kind of also you kind of know what to expect. Like you know the route you're going to take mm-hmm. when you go around. You're yep. like, oh, okay, we're going here now, and then we're like, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, it was great. Had a had a couple of points in in the Green Dragon, which Green and Dragon. even in that, like, you know, you you get like 10, 15 minutes in the Green Green Dragon, and it's enormous, and there's like yeah, it is fake, yeah. fake little notices on the wall about like Sam, yeah. you know like farmer maggot wants this and like someone's wanted for yeah, woodworking yeah. doing yeah. this and like maps of the shark. There's just so much to see yeah. and it's not really enough time in one go to, if you really want to like take everything in. But yeah. I mean, it's just such an incredible film set. Like it's, it is unbelievable. It is. Yeah. Way bigger that, I, than you think it would be. That's what, hmm. that's what I've, when we went the second time we went with our, um, the Kiwi family, the, the sellers who you met yep. Brett and John mm-hmm. and, uh, Brett made that same, I mean, he was, he is a Kiwi and he had never gone before. And he just kept saying, he's like, this is remarkable. He's like, this is so, this is bigger, more extensive than I ever could have imagined. And then like you, you do the, the cool little things that you never would have thought of. Like when, when we were there, 
on the way to the dragon, you like go through this marsh, like these little, the, the fence yeah. is what, what it's called on a map. And it's like, this is such a cool, it, it's amazing how it, and then like the crazy stuff about it being on Buckland road. And I was like, yes. surely yeah. that was named after they, <laughs> and they're like, Nope, it was Buckland road before yeah. the, wow. the movies were filmed. And so just, it's almost like if there was, if, if you believed in like a, a, a place that was destined to be something, like that farm, that little sheep farm in Matamata was destined to be the Shire. So this is kind of yeah. crazy, right? Someone, someone we've met who, who uh, is an upper as well. She just visited, and mm-hmm. she took a picture of some oh. new construction there. Yeah, and they are I was building. Just about to, to say this, yeah. Tell us. You tell us. Oh yeah. Well, so that that building, uh, the inside of Sam's house. I was going to say, Ezra, when you go make sure you i don't know if it'll be a separate floor or whatever but that building a hobbit hole that you can go into and i think i think it's sam's yeah it's sam's house because i was a bit annoyed that i couldn't walk past sam's house because they had the whole area cordoned off but so oh i, I didn't realize quite- i didn't realize that they were kind of like because tra- I, when i went sam's house was the you know the yellow door that what you see in the films mm-hmm. and everything it was right there they're act that's actually i thought they were adding stuff they're they're making sam's house accessible yeah, because I couldn't even, which is obviously, I mean, you know, wow, sad, but obviously I saw so much stuff. It's not the end of the world, but right. couldn't like, see Sam's house. Um, but yeah, that makes it so you can go inside. Incredible. Well, it, Jake, when I get there, that's what I'll, I'll be sending you pictures this time. And I will, <laughs> I, I will, we'll, we'll see if we can't get together, you know, some, uh, if I ever come into some money, I'm just almost going to take us all back out there again because <laughs> I'm feeling like left out. I'm like, I need to, I need to now. go and I don't, I don't want, I don't want to say to go to I gotta go and I, yeah. I I hearing so many people talk about it people send us like stuff on the Instagram or wherever on 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 uh, Bywater post too and I'm just like yeah it just more and more it's feeling real and like mm-hmm. my Lottie loves to travel we love mm-hmm. she has a brother over in Australia so more and more I'm hearing you do this and I do want to get like both sort of angles like do I start in the south do I start mm-hmm. in the north mm-hmm. do I go right to Wellington mm-hmm. where can, I mean can I start in the middle so I can be Absolutely. different than you guys or do what? A figure eight figure eight like jeez but i'm I, this is this is cool and yeah I'm, I'm excited to maybe get out there and get some get some stuff from jake just yeah. to kind of you know compare your notes and his notes and yeah. it's crazy man yeah because you guys are saying all these places and i'm like i have no flipping clue yeah where any of these things yeah. are yeah but i just i see all the pictures and i hear you guys talk about it and it's just like otherworldly yeah you know yeah so i don't know so this was how, how much time did you have have left at this point in your trip Oh, this is right near the end. So I went, I went from there to, I uh, went from there to Auckland, and then I met up with got a really good friend who lives there, and we did like a day trip to, like an overnight oh, trip to Rotorua, um, which was cool. Like the this yeah. area that's got all the. Did you do Rotorua? I yeah, the hot springs and everything. Yeah, and the yeah, ge- yeah. the crazy thing I, I thought was incredible their geothermal plant, like they they use the. And it was the water. I can't. I took pictures of it because it was. I was. It was like a. Um, oh shoot! Sorry. It's like a, an engineering like marble, but they somehow harness that the heat that's produced, and they use it to power things. Like it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah I, I, was, I was blown away by that area. I was. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and also, everyone thinks like egg <clears throat> because it's all the natural geezers. It's like the whole town just reeks of yeah. It smells <laughs> terrible. Oh, <laughs> dude, like brimstone. Yeah, it's like it's a great place if you gotta if you gotta like literally lay down some farts and rip some floorboards. It's perfect. Yeah. 
Because you're like, hey, it's just the area, my, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no more arse, you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, um, no, that, that did so. Did did you was Auckland where you left from? Is that where you met up with your mom and and? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So went from journey. yeah, went to Auckland. Then we did me and my mate did day trip overnight trip to Bracewell. Then went back to Auckland. Had a few days with my mom, and we yeah we did the other wetter that was up there, which was like um oh, yeah. where they take you around stuff prop with like show you props and stuff they're making for like independent films that they're trying to pitch yeah. and stuff which is pretty cool um cool. and yeah and then yeah got my lord of the rings new zealand tattoo got the like um i didn't know i, I what did you get yeah, there got, this is crazy so i got the i got under Anderil on my arm i got the nz well, it was like New Zealand March 23, but in Elvish. Oh my gosh, that's so cool, man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you have I I we, you sent me a, a picture message the other day of the Witch King's helm on the it's on your back of your arm, right? Your tricep area. Yeah. And I just said, I said, man, I'm like, Jake, you are just you're setting the bar for just the best Lord of the Rings tattoos. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I gotta I gotta step up my game. I gotta add a couple more because yeah. it's just like what a what a cool thing. Like how many so many cool images to like, you know, put on the, put on the temple. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, that's beautiful. I think that's so cool. You did that. What, a, what a really, I don't know what a special, what a special trip, dude. I mean, is it something that um, I, I know, I know the answer because we've talked about it, but is it something that you would want to do again in your life to go back to New Zealand? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I, cause I was thinking about maybe living there before I went out. I don't think I could live there mm -hmm. now. I don't think there's enough like in terms of, not culture in terms of like historical culture, yeah, but culture in terms yeah. of like stuff to do for me. Yeah. Obviously, coming from London, I'm like, I like my space, I like my nature for sure. That's a very important part of my life, but I need like stuff to do as well. And there's not, you know, yeah. there's not that much to do there. I found that yeah. is obviously after being there for five weeks. So I might be wrong, but um, I'd absolutely love to visit like. I don't know if I can maybe like once every 10 or 20 years or something, 10, 15 yeah, years. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're planning a trip then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. Hey, we can't thank you enough for doing this, dude. This was awesome. I mean, we could have, oh, we could have stretched this into like three. Of course we could have stretched this into three hours, but we'll, I'm sure we'll get more nuggets too. When, when we have King Arthur and Prince Caspian on to join the, the Warhammer yeah. time himself. And then we'll we'll be able to talk about your your DJ Lord of the Rings music that you guys oh, produce. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you mind? I, I don't I I don't want to put you on the spot. Would you mind telling people about the, the they're okay about the half marathon that you're running and why you're running it? And if I mean, I would love for you to tell people if they want if they wanted to like uh, donate where where they could do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, com yeah, complete sidebar, nothing to do with anything Lord of the Rings related. Um, but yeah, I'm running a half marathon next yeah a week on sunday sunday the 8th of october um which was yeah running something i picked up like well i started in lockdown with the rest of the world but then like stopped for a while but um yeah my girlfriend does loads of half marathons and i thought oh, it always looks really fun so yeah i've been training for the last like three months maybe but I had a couple of injuries which have not me bad but anyway um yeah running it for ocd uk which is something that i've dealt with for like about 10 years now been like on top of it for probably like a year and a half now 
after a lot of lot of work and therapy and all that all that stuff and a lot of watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um which it's really good actually, medicine, isn't it? Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like in all seriousness, like that has got me through like some extremely dark times. Like mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Um so yeah, I mean I've I've written, you know, I wrote like a whole thing about it. Uh, which is on the website, which is, uh, what is it? It's gofundme.com forward slash F for Frodo forward slash half Mara OCD. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. yeah, let's put a link. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Link. And we'll get it out. So, yeah. Since, since we're recording, we'll, we'll try to get this out next week. Yeah. Right? Early. Yeah, yeah. Early next week. So people can hear. And if they want to, nice. yeah, if they want to donate, that'd be awesome. And, um, We'll probably even share the link on our Instagram. Yeah, if that's, if that's cool with you. Is that all right with you? Oh, I know we're dude, talking that's, business. That's super okay. kind okay. of you guys. Yeah. I mean, no, we, we want to support you, man. I mean, you're you've you've um, you know, not you've obviously become way more than a supporter. You're your friend and a brother. Uh, it it we, we you and I have been talking about how how magical it is. Just it doesn't even make any sense. Like it's it's only through some stories that are equally as inspiring and otherworldly that that a friendship. That never would have happened any other way. I mean, unless, yeah. you know, I mean, then you yeah. got to think about fate and stuff. But um, anyway, just, you know, you were like one of our very first listeners, if not the very first. And you've become someone that we uh, we love to talk to any chance we can. So and, and a friend and someone. It's amazing. We talk about this all the time. Like, you know, if I ever <clears throat> if I was ever in your area and needed something, I know that you would do whatever oh. to come help me you know what i'm saying come help me out and likewise yeah if, yeah for sure any anywhere you were if you needed something we'd we'd find a way to to be there and help so so please i mean if, if it's something that you'd like to do uh you know um give jake your support because he's he's worthy of all that and more so yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. hey also i think i i owe jake a a beverage uh up in, up in uh <laughs> Scotland. I was, I was up in scotland and uh i i was in there with my dad my my wife and we were running around and i didn't even see, I, I think, because um, I was too far. I was too far down there, whatever. Right. And I, I had probably five or six. He does it to me, too. Don't even, you know, I mean, he's always. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, as remember that text I sent you the other day? Here. He goes, oh. Oh, what do you mean? Actually, I didn't have a SIM card. I didn't have a SIM card at that oh, time. shoot. Like, I had a SIM card in Germany, and then I didn't have one there. And so I just kind of, like, threw my phone up. I was like, whatever. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was just funny because I was thinking, like, man, like, all the messages that I got when I was over there. Yeah. So like yeah. next, and I'm, I'm a frequent traveler you to are. that country now. Yeah, so are. I will be Dude. over there, my friend. Please come down to London. Every time, like, every that- time you up stuff where you're in the UK, I'm just like, yo, this is in Scotland. <laughs> Whatever, I'll just send you a message. But um, see. We're going to have a, we're going to have a moot. We're going to have a moot down in London. <laughs> and Jake's going to show me around. Cause like Lottie said, she was like, let's go to London next time. I was like, okay, down, we're doing that. So, Please, um, yeah. so next time, next time I go to, the UK, it's like London. So that's yeah. that's that's yeah. where we're going. The other thing I was gonna say awesome. too, before we let you go, yeah. uh, this guy's inspired. I was literally mouthful of of, of eating Chinese food. And he, says, <laughs> he says Jake's doing a half marathon. I was like, huh? Okay. And I just I'm, I'm, I'm like halfway halfway through my food. I'm like, thanks. I just started putting. I was like, put it down. I'm done. I'm done. As is inspired. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you'll run a half you marathon too. Are you going to commit to that? Maybe one I'll walk a half marathon. That, yeah, that's a way to do it. Man. Start. Well, start I haven't run it yet, so. I might be joining you with the uh, bowl for those, the day, those, those knees are well afterwards. Those knees are going to hold up. I know it. I know it. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, brother. Well, hey, it was it was an honor as always to talk to you. Thank you for sharing just a little bit of your trip. Um, I'm sure it'll inspire. You know, it's funny. Josh Dalkey, uh, another upper who was like our first um, Hobbit hotline caller. He yeah. just got back himself and he, you know, he oh, did wow. a lot of the same a lot of the same things and and uh, saw a lot of the same sites and he messaged us as well. It's really cool too to get messages from people when they're there and they're like, "Hey guys, yeah. check this out." You know, it's just so we get to kind of relive that experience again and again. But um, yeah, last I, I yeah. think we should just you know whether it's five years or eight years, we should just plan a trip. Every while, like just start wild. putting it out on the podcast, like yeah. we're, like instead of LEP, you know, whatever. <laughs> It's like LEP actually in New Zealand, but it's in like, it's like 2035, you know, or something. Yeah, let's like, put a firm year on it, like, like a decade we, out. If we like get, you know, over 15 or 20 people, we could probably hire out like the whole of Hobbiton. We do. We absolutely could. We probably we could. Absolutely we probably could. A podcast takeover. Oh. That would be incredible. Maybe we could even get Billy Boyd down there. Okay, now we're, now yeah, we're good. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Jake, you're an amazing yeah. human being. We love you, man. Thank you so Thank much for having yeah, Dude, super well, nice with you guys. yeah, and we're yeah. going to see you later this fall, right? We're going to get that yeah. that king and that prince under control, and yeah. we're going to get that king's oh. schedule is really the king, right? It's King Arthur. We're going to get his schedule under control. <laughs> I want to meet his ass. That's why I want to meet him, and I, I would love yeah, yeah, to meet yeah, yeah. Caspian. So uh, yeah, we're going to have a good time in the Silmarillion. Yeah, man, it's going to be a blast. So can't thank you enough, brother. Cheers cool. to you. We love you, man. Yeah. Lovely to see you guys. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.